righty. Well, I, I tried to set things up, but, uh, you know, that's the way it goes sometimes. So welcome to the Everyday Homeless Show. This is, uh, this is kind of exciting again. We, uh, I don't know, we're having a good time, nonetheless, whatever it is. It's like you say, Janet, uh, I'm Karen Stultz, by the way, uh, co-host with Janet Uribe. Do I pronounce that correctly? Well, I feel like in Latin culture, they would say Uribe, but I have a mixed culture feeling towards all things because I'm multicultural. And oftentimes I'll say Uribe. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever it is, you answer to it almost, huh? Really get too nitpicky with it. I think I used to at one point. And ultimately, I'm not expecting everyone to be able to roll their R's. <laughs> yeah, it's not that easy for everyone. So I'm cool, however it comes through. Ultimately, Janet works. All righty. Janet and Karen, that's who we are. The ultimate, uh, the the awesome light or awesome wholeness. Forget it. I don't even know where I am right now. <laughs> Janet, help, help. It's- it's all about the wholeness. It is the Everyday Wholeness Show, and we are here showing you how wholeness happens. And everything is good. Yeah. Uh, whatever may be happening. I want to roll right with that, friend. So I love that that just happened because I think that we're trained and conditioned that we're, we're, we have to identify as something or one thing, which means like taking on one project and you know, seeing that project through. And yes, to get some momentum, there is some inertia that has to happen behind one thing. But Karen and I are not one thing kind of gals. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, that that is for certain. The, the bottom line, whatever it is we're doing, it has to be enjoyable or the outcome needs to be enjoyable. Um, Absolutely. And I think that one of the reasons when you asked me to sign on to this show you know, my biggest purpose, my biggest intention wasn't just to be of service because you know you can't be of service if you're not of service to self first. But I knew there'd be this whole different level of integration that would happen as I am learning to come out in public. We're right? coming out. We're coming out. Oh, all right. How are we coming out? <laughs> no, weirdness, awkwardness, <laughs> adorableness, petiteness. I mean, we're all of it, right? So like the wholeness, so a lot of times people will just want to identify I'm, I'm this, you know, for instance, one of my careers is I'm a teacher, but I'm also many more things. So if you guys ever hear Karen and I hop on here like this, if, but yes, <laughs> all of it, we do all of it and we don't limit ourselves because we're not here to be limited. Well, that's it, isn't it? That's it. And, and whatever does uh, show up in us is, is the right thing at the moment. And it's for a reason. Um, I, I have to tell you, Janet, um, this morning, I was so manifesting. It was unbelievable. Cool. Yeah, I, I was able to, um, I had a, a client call at the very same time as a training that I wanted to be part of. And the, but of course my client call 
always comes first. My clients always come first. So fine, I had it in my head. Yeah, I'd like to do this training, but my client comes first. Guess what? My client didn't show up. And I said, huh. Well, I really manifested wanting to be in this training, didn't I? (laughs) Well, that's how it works. Ultimately, friend, I think that's often how it works. I'll give you an example. I work business development for a a person in the spiritual arena and Tammy Demirza. And when I was doing work for her one day, I knew I was going to have this great opportunity for a call to happen exactly when I have a group of four to five students. It was four students. And I thought, how am I going to juggle this call and the call for her at 530? And she was in England at the time and I needed to make these things happen. But I didn't want to cancel on my clients, but my energy was projecting that. My energy was, man, you know, these people, they have crazy schedules and kids. And then it was wild because one by one within like a 20 minute window, they all canceled. And yeah, I mean, it's pretty wild to have four of them cancel at the same time, right? I would think so. My gosh. Well, they have very distinct reasons. Now, I want to put that out to you in in multiple facets because you know me, there's never one dot to be connected. (laughs) It's a thousand things at once. The very first thing, I'm going to start with self. I wanted to be on that call. Yeah. Nothing was going to stop me from being on that call, but there was a little trepidation about wanting to cancel on other people. So as these parents call, I'm so sorry, you know, I almost hesitated and almost forced my kid to come. But, and what was fascinating is because they honored what they had to take care of at that time, they actually honored me. And sometimes we'll stray and kind of shy against or around or away from something that could be, could could, could cause conflict or embarrassment or, you know, oh, I'm going to cancel again, or I'm not showing up. And we're not putting self first. Well, little did they know they were putting themselves first, which meant that I was also being put first. And now I feel so much more because of those events. I feel so much more empowered to speak my truth and cancel if needed. Ah. Because what's in my highest and greatest good will be in the highest and greatest good of another. Yeah. 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 So then that implements time. This is another fascinating component. I'm constantly working towards things and jumping, shifting gears, wearing my seven different hats that I wear. And I noticed that this is only recently I've noticed this, the time on my microwave, my oven, my car, my watch, my phone all say different times. And I'll reset them to the same time. Mm -hmm. It's slowly they'll evolve to their own time again, (laughs) which is fun. Fantastic. I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm so happy you said that and gave me a different perspective on, on how to look at that. Um, there is a family member's home that we go to and we never know what time it is. There is not one clock with the right time in that entire house, not one. And yet... They always get to where they need to be at exactly the right time. And I'm saying, how? How do they do that? You know, without having my phone nearby, I have no idea what time it is or what time I need to leave to get to some place when I'm visiting them. And it's so 
you know, in my car, for example, my car is all right. I know that's always six minutes fast. Awesome. That way I get in the car and say, oh my gosh, I'm late. Oh, okay. It's okay. It's okay. And I get there right on time. It's all good. Or early because the clock is that much faster. And in my house, I do have a clock like you pointed out. One is right on time and one is five minutes fast. And it's like, all right, I know this stuff. So it's easy to follow. And I'm sure that's what they do in this household that drives me bonkers. They have their own system to get where they're going. Yeah. But when we ask, okay, you have your clocks at these different times. What time is it? How fast is it? Or how slow is it? They don't have a clue. Or at least they're not sharing it. (laughs) I used to do that with the clock all the time. To me, knowing self. So there are elements of self that have a tendency to fight or fight, right? And so I happen to be someone who does really well under pressure. And so if I happen to have at that time, I don't do this anymore, but at that time in my life, I was learning to function as I was in that current state, which was if there's a lot of ambiguity around what time it is, all I know is I have to be early. (laughs) We get five minutes, 15 minutes, it doesn't matter. I have just got to honor this random time that I know is ahead of it ahead of time, but I don't know by how many minutes. I used to play crazy games and, uh, and a friend of mine pointed out something to me the other day. She's like, you, don't you just leave your keys in the same place? No, it was my uncle. Don't you just leave your keys in the same place? And my friend interjects and she says, why would she leave her keys in the same place? That would be too organized. That wouldn't create any chaos. Why would she leave her keys in the same place? And I thought, damn, she read me so well. because that's not where I am currently at age 37 in 2022. (laughs) You know, maybe 38 is a new opportunity. Well, you know, every moment is a new opportunity. Every moment is a new opportunity. And I find myself trying to look at what it what is the uh, opportunity that is being shown to me at this moment in time what are the different perspectives that i can look at this situation absolutely and because you know a lot of people find it um or say they find it enjoyable that they i say enjoyable that's not right word but satisfied, I guess, that they are disorganized. They're satisfied that um, they, to get upset over things. And I find part of wholeness is to, as you say, honor yourself. Oh, yeah. Honor yourself. And, And what is it about oneself that you're not honoring because she, when you are in a constant state of not, not um, accomplishing or moving forward or being angry, stressed out, anxious, worried, whatever word you want to put to it, 
it is not a very helpful in moving forward emotion that's going on inside of you and it makes you sick no but let me tell you what though i want to run right with that because that is whole so even those emotions are whole but you know based off of the teachings i've learned from my mentors and my most current life teachings even those keys have great significance to me they show me it's something as small as keys and I think a lot of us will say, oh, you know, just spiritually bypass this or just lay it down, lay it to rest. But the simple keys, again, dots, they connect to so many aspects of my life. The very first aspect is I wasn't honoring about myself when the keys kept going missing is that I kept putting them in purses. But do you know that the one thing I don't like in this world and I'm not called to carry is a purse? Yeah. So I was put, kept losing them and kept misplacing them, not knowing what bag or pocket or whatever they were in, when really they just hang typically in one place when I don't have a purse. And so I went back to not using purses. It was something to honor for myself. I was using purses as this, like, oh, well, this, you know, that's how you carry your stuff when you go places. Well, let me just make a big old shout out to the female fashion industry. We need pockets. <laughs> pockets are helpful. Pockets, I mean, Fashion, I, I learned when I was uh, working in a, uh, a store that fashion doesn't use pockets. And I said, what? Pockets are important. Guys have pockets. Women don't have pockets. Well, why? Why? And I bet by having your keys in your pocket you know where they are. Yeah. And they go back on this wall. When and I'm they done. go back on the wall. And when you were searching for them all the time, losing them in a purse or car seats or wherever, did that stress you out at all? Sometimes it used to. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'll just get more intentional about it. Like, all right, we all know how I am sometimes. And I did it again. I need help. Help me find my keys. And they'll randomly, I'll know the very next second, the next thought or two that comes in, it'll guide me to my keys. But I have to surrender to the process of, this is the most important part I'm going to say about the keys. I did this shit. I did this. And so the keys have been the most fantastic example. There's a couple other things that fall in the same theme that I've lost recently um, or misplaced. And the thing is, the keys were the fantastic example that really represent what we do with our lives of not taking ownership of, I did this. Oh, shoot. I did this. This big old mess in my relationship or this big old mess of like things that were misconstrued, misperceived, mis, um, miscommunicated, like, I didn't take the time to communicate it with intention or so on. I, I, I chickened out, I panicked, I ran I, instead of confronting the situation. Um, so a lot of times things will get messy in our lives and we can be organized as hell in the physical environment. But there is typically an aspect of life that you're probably more disengaged in, self-included, where things are a bit messier. Really? Do we have messy lives, Janet? <laughs> really? <laughs> yes, girl. <Yeah, it's> <laughs> <laughs> there 
we're, we could possibly, we have it all together, right? We're, we're doing this everyday wholeness show. So we must have it all together, right? No way. I would love to have one of y'all come up in my house and see what's going on here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've seen your house. You do have it pretty much together. <laughs> just, you know, just remember if you come over, you're coming to see me, not the house. Well, um, that's what I always tell people. And if you're coming to see the house, you're out of luck. <laughs> don't, don't look too close. And if you do look close, hey, that's your problem. <laughs> yes. Yes. So yeah, guys, it's as simple as where did you leave something last unattended to, avoided, not paying closer attention, not using the semantics and the pragmatics of that scenario to shift into a different place. So when you brought up the anger, the chaos, the frustration, the this, the that, that's perfect. That's part of our wholeness, but it's a perfect place to collect information to collect the information that allows us to start looking at ourselves more wholly, the situation more wholly with multiple perspective, having an heirs view, sky view of what's happening, and then pragmatically transitioning into the next step. So, you know, a lot of that too is how, a lot of people are saying, how do you do that though? When you're in that you're, you're rushing, you have to get someplace and, and you can't find your keys. Okay. How do you get in that, that <laughs> mental attitude, that, that mindset shift to, to go forward to, to, or, or just to be, to surrender and say, it is what it is. And if I'm supposed and that is one of my go-tos when I, I, I'm late. I'm late. Oh my gosh. I couldn't do this. And I did that. And yes, it's my fault that I'm late. I take total responsibility. I did this to myself. I don't like this. And, and I, I'm going to walk into this situation late or I'm going whatever. But when you finally surrender and say, yeah, you did it. How could you do it differently another time? Would you do it differently another time? And recognize that if you are supposed to be someplace at a specific time, and it's absolutely meant to be, you will be. Oh, absolutely. One of, and it's, it's brilliant because we don't surrender to these processes. I can't tell you the number of times I couldn't find those bad boys and I avoided an accident. It actually happened to my brother just a couple of days ago. Mm -hmm. uh, his wife was telling me, yeah, listen, your brother like had this instinct, but you have to get quiet enough with yourself sometimes, guys. Surrender to those moments and processes, knowing that you'll have the information when you're supposed to have it. But he heard, he had this instinct to, no, don't leave yet. Sit down and play on your piano for a minute. That's the last thing we think of when we're rushing out the door. But he honored it and he avoided a crazy accident by moments, by simply being a moment later. That's, that's amazing. And the fact is that that is the way things work. Yeah. That, that is a factual thing. That is the way things work. And it's just our mindset that, is keeping us from recognizing that sometimes. So looking at 
the why, that's always a question. How or why, that's often the question. So looking at the, the, the why this occurred, well, let's, let's do some brainstorming. Perhaps there was an accident that I, I missed. And perhaps I was supposed to do this because this actually occurred. Or, you know what? I had to go around here so that I could, because I was running late, there was a detour that I had to take, made me even later, but I wouldn't have known about this detour. I wouldn't have known about this way to go if this had not occurred when it did. Yeah, Um, right? Because it's it's so simple. Just this one, I mean, your keys. It's like the keys to your life are literally led to you by just trusting in the process. And the process may be, in my case, multifaceted. I always say, oh, it's multifaceted. It has 800 angles. And that's the way that my brain works. I can look at massive amounts of information to this one theme of my keys. (laughs) Well, obviously, we've been talking about your keys. (laughs) But that's, that's also a fact, that things are multifaceted. Everything, everything. If you listen to the the news or or television shows or something, I cannot believe getting into TV. I'm sorry, I I got a I I'm a TVaholic. What can I say? And I open up my feed on my phone every morning. And we're still listening to the Oscars. I have no idea who won, who lost, who was up for the Oscars. I didn't watch the Oscars, but I know that slap. And now the ramifications of having a slap at the. I, you know, it just is like, really? Things are multifaceted. How about looking at things in a different way? Yeah. 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 It's it's so, uh, but. Even using that, even just that example, you know, when you look at what's trending, I think that's such a popular thing, right? You're looking at what's trending. My, My friends, I don't know if all of you have made this connection. If it's trending and it made its way into your mind, your emotion, or your heart. It's for you. It's for you. And so ultimately we'll look at it and immediately slap judgment perspective, should haves, could haves, new rules, new regulations. This should be allowed. That should not be allowed. But how many of us have stopped to say, Ooh, hold up. That triggered something in me. And I have a lot to say about this. I have a lot of opinion around this. I feel something evoked within me around this. My friends, what is it? What is it that is actually impacting your heart, your mind that's consuming and taking more energy? And by the way, the more energy we give it, the larger it becomes. Mm -hmm. 
So where are you putting your energy? What are you working on? And if, by the way, that's what it is. If that's where it's coming up, there's probably something there to look at for you. Yeah. Yeah. It just adds to the evidence for me. It adds to the evidence of hypocrisy and, you know, it's just like, give me a break. Isn't there something better in the world? Can't we do more for this, this world? Um, yeah, and it's where people are selecting to put their energy, which is very, you know, it's like it's resemblance of me not putting in the efforts to look for my keys to get mm-hmm. into the vehicle to drive through life. <laughs> where are you putting your energy? Mm-hmm. Or I'm never going to drop these keys. You heard me. <laughs> We're going to talk about this till next show <laughs> next show <laughs> indeed i love hey you know what your keys are very important <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh yeah well you know there's so many ways of feeling whole and and a lot of that is letting go of limiting beliefs yeah letting go of some of the stress that may show up. Now, some stress is really awesome. I mean, it's really, really helpful. A lot of people get a lot accomplished because, hey, I have to do this. And the way I I motivate myself is to get stressed out and to load on the overwhelm so that I can get stressed out. That's not my way, but hey, for some people, as long as the stress goes down after they've accomplished what they're accomplishing or needed to accomplish. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes stress does serve us and that's okay. I mean, that's how you have the, uh, the, the people, the adrenaline rush that lift cars off a child, you know, um, I couldn't lift my car, but I guarantee you, if my child was underneath the car, there's no question, no question, I would have that strength. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or a way how to take care of this if the strength was not there. Yeah. And then, you know, there's such a tendency, I'm writing a book on anxiety. It's called Quiet Anxiety. And the idea here being when it comes to stress, there is a tendency for us to kind of want to stray away from it. But let me tell you what, friend, when you're in such a high stress moment, stressful moment like that, you have no choice but to be the most present. Mm-hmm. It brings- stress is a good thing for you. I mean, it's part of the fight, flight, freeze. Yeah. The problem with it anymore, and one of the reasons that it's so difficult for people to feel whole is because the fight, flight, freeze uh, primitive mind is hanging on to that stress. We're never letting it go. It was designed to help get adrenaline rush so that you could accomplish something quickly. And then when it's done, it's done. Yeah. Uh, and, and you go back to the way it is. But in this world today, we are so involved with uh, 
our phones, the stressful situations around us, what's going on in the world, uh, the worry, the anxiety, the we don't have the downtime to recoup, to get the rest that we need. And that's when illness starts showing up. Yeah, absolutely. And then when you even think about it this way, you know, in terms of the primitive body that we still have elements of, because we're here, we're still animals, we still function Mm -hmm. like mammals. You know, when those stressful situations did come up, they were intended for us to run. So there was an entire release that would happen through the movement as we were executing that safety, that security for ourselves. Mm-hmm. We aren't necessarily exerting now. If anything, maybe you're typing faster with your th- with your thumb. <laughs> oh, gotta get away from that one. Oh, let me put that one down. I'm gonna troll this one next. Um, so maybe that's a whole element of it, but it's really not truly releasing like you said, and then what do we do to release my friend? What, come on, you got some tips, girl. This is your arena. <laughs> what are we doing to release? We know who I am. I'll hold on to stuff and then process for a while, but come on. Well, but- you know, I, I, I do process it first, usually, uh, you know, what is really going on here? Let's take a look at it and, and acknowledging the fears, the worries, the stress, what is it really meaning? And then I start tapping on it, EFT, tapping on different areas, the energy meridians in our body. And and just the tapping on it can actually release a lot of the the anxiety, a lot of the ADHD. Just tapping, no words, just allowing the negative energy, allowing the stress to be released through our energy meridians. And, and of course, I find for myself, each morning, each day, I use my essential oil of in tune and forgive. And that sets me out with more focus. The in tune allows more focus. And the um, forgive makes it easier to forgive myself and others. Mm-hmm. And I rub just a dot of that. And, you know, maybe the, the, the makers of forgive, this is through doTERRA, but uh, the makers of doTERRA may or may not suggest putting this on your skin um, without any carrier oil like coconut oil or something. I do. I want the full thing. I want the whole enchilada. I don't want it torn down or diluted by any carrier oil. Give me the forgiveness friggin' now. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so I I I rub the whole thing just just one drop on my on my heart and uh, and the in tune uh, helps me stay focused. What is very important to accomplish today? That's uh, what is it that I really want? What and what is the satisfaction? But I love the the tapping for release because when you are stressed out, that's when this really helps. And when you can voice it, it even goes away faster, which is kind of yeah. cool. I agree. The voicing component, but first of all, I got to interject. Something funny came in when we were talking about 
Notera, <laughs> Young Living, all you essential oil companies out there that recommend a carrier oil. Karen is not recommending to others to go without a carrier oil, but your guides, Karen, came and showed me a visual of you like catnip, just like bathing in this stuff. Just <laughs> out. <laughs> Just this is it. This is what life's about. There's nothing else. Forgiveness. It, it's it's yeah. Forget forgive yourself. Forgive others. It's so important. I feel uh, not being a psychologist or or a doctor or anything. I feel it's it's very necessary to yeah. um, eliminate physical issues. Oh, absolutely. I, Rather than running away, looking at it, saying, hey, hey, this, this stress, hey, this anger, hey, this fear. Let's find a way to coexist. Let's find a way to make this worthwhile for myself and others. Let's find a way to go hand in hand with this fear that is keeping us from being all that we can be, being awesome. And, you know, it's a process. There's no question about it. It's a process. Um, But it is also honoring yourself. You have to honor yourself before you really succeed with what's really important for you. And each person has their own, what is really important for them. Absolutely. And then, you know, there's a whole other component of the wholeness related to that, because what's important for you at that moment, I know myself will often say, don't you know, universe, this is what's important at this moment. This is what I want to heal at this moment. And this is what's coming forward. But the, but the evidence of what's really coming forward <laughs> of what's really going on in my reality and my surroundings and my conflicts and whatnot, those adverse moments are showing something else. So I'll end up being the own resistance to saying, don't you know, universe, I'm trying to address something over here but everything that's really showing that needs to be addressed is way on the other side of the field. But, and it is a question, are we going to address that on the other side of the field or are we going to run away? Yes. And at that time I did not feel ready. So even though the components were all presented for me, the triggers were there, they were repeated patterns, it was in my face and I was just wanted to keep submerging and suppressing it down. Um, I have to honor that part of my wholeness too. I was not ready. Mm-hmm. And that's- it has to be when you're ready. And, and it's like that old saying, when you are ready, the teacher will come. Mm-hmm. And until you are, and heaven knows, I was a little too cocky most of my life. And it was, uh, I didn't need anybody to tell me. I just knew what was necessary. I just knew what was important. I, I just knew. And then I said, oh, or. Or uh, 
my big thing that held me back. Oh, just wait. I knew that if I had all of the tools at my disposal, I would know how to do everything without any incident, absolutely perfectly through <laughs> osmosis. Uh, no know. practice, no practice. Oh, but yeah. Guess, guess what? Practice is kind of important because you're not going to change. Just like a baby walking, the, the baby is going to try and fall and fall and fall and fall and fall, but he keeps getting up and moving forward and falls again and again and until finally it gets to be part of you. Walking is almost a part of you. Oh my gosh, friend. Yes. I love that you're saying the baby. So that's been a big way I've been having to treat myself because, you know, many of us parents out there and your parent, your children or other people's children, other people's children even are learning how to walk. If you're not a parent, you don't walk up to that baby and say, you dumb baby, you fell again. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) But we do that sometimes to ourselves instead of just saying, all right, girl, look, we know we're figuring this out. We know we're coming along and we're integrating, we're practicing, we're learning. We're going to get it. It might take four more tries. It might take 70. It might be a year from now. But at the end of the day, you are whole. So if you're honoring that whole, honoring every piece of yourself, the good, the bad, the learned, the not learned, there's no need to beat up the baby. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Give yourself that forgiveness and and recognize sometimes sometimes we get on a trajectory that is not necessarily beneficial. Um, but we want it for whatever reason we want it. And we think we should be on it, you know, in order to get the success that I want, this is what I have to do. Even if it is not really what I want to do. Yeah. Yeah. Please forgive me. My, my dog is, um, we're, we're house sitting, a babysitting our a puppy. And uh, well, she, we call her puppy, but she's actually about six or seven years old now. But she's still oh, a puppy. She's so oh, They're always puppies to me, girl. Yeah, they, they're always puppies. And uh, so anyway, she may be making some noise in the, in the background because she came in with me and I closed the door. <laughs> be in here anymore i'm tired of all this talk (laughs) oh my gosh i love dogs i love how they'll come in and they'll take care of us they'll protect us and they'll growl for us and then sometimes we'll we'll shush them and they'll they'll even i feel like my old dog used to look back at me and be like don't you see what i'm doing (laughs) protecting you girl you get it there is danger With that too, there, again, that is the fear coming in. We don't know what that is. We don't know what just happened. It must be dangerous. Yeah. 
and and to be able to say, wait a minute, and that's what you were doing and and what I would do is is shush. But it is a case of, okay, um, this isn't something to get frightened about. This is something, and you do that with your kids. Yeah, we do that with our kids, the dogs. We collect information. Yeah. But it's so much harder to collect the information. I work with this with my mentor all the time. It gets so much more difficult to collect information when you're in the muckiness of an uncomfortable scenario. And that's when the tapping is so powerful. Yeah. If we would allow it. And so what I would suggest, what I encourage people to do um, is tap with one hand on the inside of the wrist of the other hand. If you don't remember tapping points, you don't remember what's going on, go ahead and just tap on the inside of the wrist. Am I doing this right, right here? Yeah, it, I, I use three fingers and all the way across. And there is no right or wrong. That's the other nice thing. You're doing it. That's all. It's all right. And it's going to, the inside of the wrist actually uh, has a meridian points for every part of your body. Oh, good to know. So if you, I mean, for some people, for example, underneath the eye is a good tapping point. Well, that's your stomach meridian. Well, cool. All right. So if I have an upset stomach, I can tap on the under my eye. But I don't know. I want to make it easy. It's just too much trouble to remember. All right. Where's the heart? Where's the stomach? Where's the kidneys? Just do it here. It's all good. I can remember that one, girl. Yeah. Just just this. And and it focusing on the emotion or not focusing on the emotion. The emotion is already going through you, whether you want to admit it or not, whether you recognize it or not, it's going through you. And simply by tapping there and ideally verbalizing exactly the way you're feeling helps release it. That's awesome. And it's so simple in anybody. I mean, you always have your fingers or at least your palm. You can even do your palm if you want to. Doesn't have to be fingers. That's awesome. So it's it's a pretty amazing. And what I like to do is say something like this. And I'm feeling it in my stomach in my heart, in my head, the back of my neck, my shoulders. And what else is going on? I don't friggin' care what else is going on. (laughs) I just, I am so teed off. But I will honor the way I feel. Even though it's all irritating to say the least. I will honor what, the way I feel because I have a right to feel that way. So deal with it. And I honor and want to hang on to this, this feeling for a little while. 
even if it's not helping me or anybody else, I want to hang on to this feeling for a while. Or maybe I can let it go for just a little while. Because what they did was really, really bad. But, you know, I also recognize that it's hurting my body, keeping that anger and stress and anxiety. So maybe I can let it go just for a little while. 30 seconds. I'm willing to let it go for 30 seconds. It's okay. All right, let's tune into that feeling now. Dang it, it's gone. Where is it? I want to hang on to it. Sorry, guys, it's gone. Get up and move. Yeah, move. Guys, how important is that? My God. Yeah. The movement, moving your body, allowing for that primitive instinct that we used to have when the amygdala was triggered to run, to move, yoga, swim, dance, anything, stretch. Yeah, yeah, get that. Get that motion going. Absolutely. Absolutely. But not to be running away from, Mm -hmm. but recognizing how amazing this movement is helping you feel better. Yeah. Recognize that, okay, I'm teed off. I am definitely not whole in any way, shape, or form, and I'm going to dance. But honor the way it was that you were not feeling and also how you're feeling now that you're dancing and just feeling better. And what you would like instead, that's something very seldom. We always say what we don't want. Yeah. But Seldom do we actually say what we do want and really understand it. I mean, I I asked somebody who was burned out, exhausted, you know, with work and whatnot, just overwhelmed, stressed out, anxiety. Okay, and what would you like? I just want to go to a beach and lay there on the beach for the rest of my life. That's a nice escape. Would you really like to stay on the beach for the rest of your life? Oh, for a good long time. Okay, so how long would you like to stay on the beach? Okay, well, in actuality, you know what? I would love to do that for maybe a week, if that, because it does get kind of boring after an hour or two of just laying there on the beach. Besides that, I get sunburned. Yeah. Okay. All right. So let's take a look at, and that's when you can actually start making yourself a little bit more whole, gathering the tools, recognizing what you do want. Yeah. And even bringing that perspective of when you ask your client, you know, is that really what you want? That's it. Like just, just the beach, the rest of your life, nothing else. That's such a good example where like a lot of human behavior experts will basically point the direction of depression and bipolar disorders tend to stem from polarized thinking of only wanting things to be a certain way while not honoring how diverse we are as a human structure. 
and a nature and our thinking and the fact that we need community and the goods, the ups, the downs, and the growth that comes with all of them that are for our self-actualization process. So polarized thinking, thinking that things should only be a certain way, attaching that they should only look, present, and feel a certain way, completely negates your other half of you're going to bump your toe sometimes. <laughs> you know, it's, it's part of being in this human form. Yeah. We are beings. We are spiritual beings. Every single one of us is a spiritual being who is here for their purpose. And, and I love it. I have to tell you, Janet taught me so much about the contracts that we make coming to this form that we're in at the moment. And, and we help me understand. And of course, I love you, Janet, but I had to research this. Go for it, girl. And, and I did. I did always, I, you know, show me more evidence. I want to see more evidence and more evidence and more evidence. And yeah, you know, we have signed contracts. So now for me, it is, okay, what is my contract? I want to fulfill it this time. So my next time, I'm not going to have to deal with this again. So what needs to happen so I can fulfill my contract with the universe and with my world now? What do you find is the great theme of your contract? You know, it, it's to be more love yeah. for me. It, 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 love is always the key. Love for self, love for others. Yeah, agreed. It's a, it's a big transcendent. It's a big transcendent contract for sure for a lot of individuals walking the earth right now. Absolutely. For so many of us. I know mine is very similar. It's about learning to overcome the voices of the past, the ancestral baggage. And then, you know, also recognizing the limitlessness that exists in this realm, in our illusion, and how I can be secure and safe with self, which means I can also share all of these resources mm -hmm. with others. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And and just once you are able to bring some of those things to consciousness, and you and I have done this too, bringing these things to consciousness that we might have known about, but we really, it was kind of shoved down, shoved, you know, all this stuff shoved down and, and uh, past lives, to be quite honest, I did not deal with past lives very well until about 10 years ago. And when I saw the, the amazingness of that shift, of what happened when I finally addressed a past life, it was like, dang, all right, this is good. That's part of, that's some stuff I've been carrying around without any knowledge. And uh, that that's not in my conscious in any way, shape or form. So cool, being able to release it that easily was just absolutely amazing. But being able to recognize past lives and then, say, okay, 
That's in the past. Guess what? We cannot change the past. We can change the future. But if we're going to hang on to that, it is affecting our future. So just reach out as if you're on a whiteboard and say, all right, whatever shows up for the past, it's not there anymore. I, I release it. I do not need this anymore. In order to live, I have to be afraid of men. In order to live, I have to doubt myself, erase it. In order to live, I have to suffer. No, we are put on this earth to be happy and prosperous. Yeah. And then there's even, um, I was having a conversation with a friend some months ago and she said she's been doing her healing journey. And a lot of times we think that the healing journey has to just this one way trajectory, but have to heal this emotionally and have to do this, this way, this way, this way, this way, this way, this way, you know, we have to get to the root. We have to, and there's so many have to, have to, have to, have tos. I mean, honestly, you almost start to become another like version of constructs or religions or, or right. When you start to add all these rules, but something I've been noticing recently is that I've actually been healing some of those other lives or the present life just in taking a small step of action and seeing myself in it. So like today, for instance, I wrote myself alone to one of my businesses and I was just over the moon joyed. Typically I would have just written the loan and gotten you know, move forward, next step, next step. But I decided to really relish in it and say, I could write myself my own loan. Holy cow. And immediately started to feel the limitless experience for just a second because it didn't stay forever right but I read I realized wow even in just doing that I healed some stuff about this life and surely other lives I call them other lives um because that's the way I see them when I see them (laughs) there are some that are so abstract from what our current reality is here right now that I'm like I think that's just a future life or an other life I don't even know if that life's here on earth I don't know how to integrate this information. So we'll just call it other life. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Cause I know a lot of people, uh, not a lot. I know a couple of people who are actually living their parallel lives. Yeah. Or that. And to be quite honest, some people in the parallel lives, I don't care for very much. <laughs> I like the person in this life <laughs> in, in my, my realm. And you know, it has affected our relationships, you know, even though there are parts of it, but, and and like you said, I have to look and say, what is it about that? And what I didn't care for was how hard they were. Yeah. How they were, they were so in this parallel life. They're so in this, um, uh, what I want to say, warrior pose, the anger, the, the, you know, just, I have to be a warrior and nobody is going to cross me, boy. No way, Jose. I am going to mess you up. I am not going to let anybody do this. Well, sometimes that's a great way to be. No question. Especially if you're being, not living your full potential. But when you are living your full potential and this other person comes in and says, no, I'm not going to listen to anybody but me. 
I, that's hard. That's hard to get a warm, close relationship with that parallel person. Yeah. Does that make any sense? Yeah, it does. And ultimately, which versions of ourselves are coming forward at various times, too? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's it, because obviously that is a, a part of ourselves. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, a part of ourselves. And, and being able to recognize that they are a part of ourselves. And then recognizing, too, that we do have the power, even though this is a parallel, we do not have to be in that parallel realm. We can learn from it. We can integrate it. And we can even become more whole. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, my friend, I love that we're doing this. I hope that uh, listeners are enjoying. And eventually, we'll figure out our, I'll, I'll figure out how to do this seamlessly so that you can listen to it on uh, Podbean, our Awesome Life podcast, Awesome Life podcast on Anchor, and the Everyday Wholeness show on Podbean as well as the live on Facebook and eventually on YouTube. <laughs> so come, come to YouTube uh, and, and be sure to hit the subscribe button and the little bell to be notified when new episodes are up. And listen to us on Facebook. Come like our, our page on Facebook, the Everyday Wholeness Show. And listen to us and, and subscribe and download our banterings together. Right, Janet? Yeah. <laughs> I love our banterings. Me too. Thank you, friends. It is a pleasure and an honor to be here doing this work with you guys. Have an amazing day. Enjoy your life. I love it. I love it. Bye-bye. <laughs>